What's up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I'm AJ. And I'm Johnny. And today is the start of a new month. Well, I mean, no, it's not the first of the month, but I mean, it's the first Friday of the month. So that <laughs> means it's a new theme. And this theme, one of us is excited and the other one is not. And you can probably tell by my voice that I'm the one that's excited because March theme and uh, really what it is, is I just thought I was so clever. <laughs> The theme is March of the Clowns. And then I found out that Johnny wasn't feeling it. And I was like, oh, damn. Why Um. not? (laughs) So I'm just going to get it out in the open. This month, might not hear a lot from my girl. Even though, like... We've had this conversation, like, you know, I know when you don't like a movie, I don't like it either. Like, it is what it is, but we still got to get I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> in this situation, I understand it. I get it because this is the thing. I think that John A actually has chorophobia. Is that the case? Girl, I don't Let's know. Unpack that. Come sit on, come sit on my park bench right here. Let's Girl, I don't know. That. I just don't like them. Like... Whose idea was it? Where did they come from? Can they go back? I mean, I don't it's know. Because, I mean, well, according to this movie, it's an Icelandic demon. And it makes perfect sense. <laughs> makes like, perfect sense. In other movies, it's just a person with a mask. Nah, I like this theory better. And sometimes it's just a person selling you burgers. I like this theory better. <laughs> it makes logical sense. So let's rewind real quick. So chorophobia is, if you haven't figured it out, it's the fear of clowns. And I was reading this article. I have it linked down below. And forgive me for Pet Cemetery, even though that was a couple episodes ago, but I didn't address it in the last episode, but I felt so bad because I didn't put the links to everything until like two days later. Oh. I was like, what happened? Yeah, I was like, ooh, this look naked. <laughs> My bad survivors. But I promise this Friday when it drops, because a lot of you literally listen on the first day that it drops and we love you for it, the links are down there. So I was reading this article and I just, I, I took it a little personally because the first thing that they had the fear of clowns stemming from was horror movies i said first of all now wait a minute <laughs> we probably can't okay we're probably in the middle because the other ones are traumatic experiences and then the last one is learned phobia so my thing is from my research the more links down below clowns didn't pop up in movies till like the 1940s but they were a thing before then so and then the first thing they popped up in wasn't even a horror movie. It was Batman. Oh, you talking about Joker? Yeah. That's a clown. Yeah. You can divide up clowns when it comes to horror. You can divide clowns into three categories. It's either like I was joking about earlier, like it's a person in a suit. It could be like Pennywise and be supernatural, something out of this world. Or it can be literally a clown, like someone who is literally like a clown. So in your horror movies, you got those three. You can divide it up that way. 
But I'm just like, we already got it from the circus clown. So we can't just go off blaming the horror movies like this. I can see them being influenceable because yeah, some of them be fucking on one and I can see if you've seen it too young, you can be scared. But I feel like I would go more towards learned phobia because if you grow up with niggas that's scared of clowns, you gonna be scared of clowns. I don't think I was around anyone who was scared of clowns. And I, it's not bad like Chucky Finster. It's just like, I just yeah. don't care for them. It's, it's just, I'm just, <sighs> I just prefer not not to. That was so sad. I for, almost forgot all about that. Poor Chucky was traumatized, okay? Yeah. And they just kept traumatizing him over and over and over again. Aww. But I won't have any clowns. We will not have a circus thing. Ever. I mean, I don't think I don't think I'm I don't I'm not afraid of clowns. As far as my kids' birthday parties, if they ask me for a clown, I just I'm going to ask no. them, are they sure? You really want a clown out of all the things that we could get? That's what you want? But you know what? I'm not going to shit on clowns because I'm going to make this confession real quick and I'm just going to put it out in the open. There was this one summer, guys, that I actually worked as a clown. Just terrorizing people. I was not terrorizing people. <laughs> you know? I was making balloon animals. And I'm not lying, guys. There are no pictures because I made sure there was no fucking evidence of this. But literally would put paint on my face, like put my hair in little fun buns. Make I knew how to make balloon animals. I could already do like little tumbles and flips and shit. So that helped. But, but it all started from me having this role in the urban nutcracker, because you know we black, we gotta make everything black. We didn't have a nutcracker, we had an urban nutcracker. And I was casted as the Harlequin clown that was one of the gifts that the grandmother brought to um, Carla. And it started from there. And some people came to the show and they seen me do it. And they was like, do you wanna do this summer job, blah, 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 blah. My mom was like, yeah, she'll do it. I'm like, hold up, Ann. <laughs> so why do you have to volunteer my services but that's my secret y'all so just keep that in the park don't let that shit out on the streets just keep that between us <laughs> i heard something right somebody go you was a uh, somebody gonna go looking for pictures and shit probably won't ever find that but mm, mm, i don't know some space. people are very good at finding things i don't even remember the name of the company so that's why i'm like that's all the information you're going to get. So you're going to be looking up stuff for a minute, okay? But <laughs> just know I can make a mean balloon dog, okay? <laughs> Do you remember 2016? So you don't remember the clown sightings. I do remember I do remember those. I don't know what it was. Because the thing is, it hadn't come out yet. It didn't come mm -hmm. out till 2017. 2016 it was just it was weird it was a whole bunch of clown clowns. sightings everywhere all up and down the southeast just from the carolinas to the georgias i want to say they was even in fucking florida which is terrible that they was in florida but huh people i think it's like, on brand for them to be in florida but i'm just saying because i think that homeboy and i don't want to say his name because he ain't getting no light on this podcast I think homeboy is from Florida, I think. Get clown killer. These oh. fuckers done made a whole movie after him, but we will not be giving him any type of shine on this podcast. Child. But yeah. 
See, I missed that true crime episode on purpose, probably. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see it because he, he is a terrible person. That's all the light we're going to give him on this podcast. <laughs> and now that light is burnt out. All right. But yeah, um, just people were seeing clowns like on the road. Like, you know how Pennywise just be standing on the road waving yeah. and shit? Like, just like that. People were seeing them in the forest. Kids were seeing them. You know how some schools, my school, my elementary school had this at least where... It was just an open piece of land, but the woods was just like right there. Yeah. Like somebody could literally walk out or into the woods. Yeah. Like that shit was not safe. There was no gate. <laughs> there was nothing there. But kids were seeing the clowns. Yep, in the woods, just like that. And but the thing was, when people would call the police and the police would come investigate, nobody would see the fucking clowns. Yeah, it was to the point. It was getting out of hand. It was to the point that people would start getting arrested because the police thought they were making false calls. This one little girl brought a knife to school trying to protect herself and got arrested. I don't know if she, I don't know what grade she was in, but that poor girl, I'm just like, ooh, this just spiraled. And then Pennywise came out. And I remember, and I remember like seeing the commercials for it, like the remake it, and I was like, this, is hella convenient for all these random ass clown sightings. Yeah. Now this movie's coming out. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, baby, no, that ain't gonna work. We are not gonna make this a Pennywise show because we'll get to him at the end of the month. But I say that to say, it just seems so funny to me that everybody was freaking out about clowns in 2016, but then it came out in 2017 and Pennywise is fucking everywhere, like the merch was nuts but we'll save that for the end of the month we'll get back to it like we said this month is march of the clowns every movie this month i mean duh they involve clowns if you want to see the entire part guy you can hit us up on our ig at d180 podcast the movie we are covering today is 2014's clown or coin i'm pretty sure it's clown but as the movie was going on i was like i wonder is it supposed to be coin but it's spelled differently, so I'm sure it's clown. This movie is streaming on Tubi, IMBD TV, and Prime. Usually you can, this is a movie that you can pretty much find in a lot of places. So for once we broke our streak because the last, what, three movies we covered We're haven't been streaming, streaming anywhere. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh, be so sorry. This sorry y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, let's go ahead and get into park recommendations my park recommendations for this week the first one is okay john i know you're not gonna like this because i know you do not like body horror but it's not a clown but see the thing is this body horror and it's david cronenberg and i don't think i've introduced you to any david cronenberg i've brought him up but I think he might fuck you up a little bit. But the movie is 1986's The Fly. But I've heard of The Fly, and I think that I didn't want to watch it. Somebody's in it, though. Who's in it? It's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's you know. So it, it's it's kind of worth it, but it's only for a short time, and it, it's all right. It's okay. But I know you're gonna take your time getting to that. <laughs> But that was mostly for the survivors. The second one, when we came up with this theme, March of the Clowns, we said that we were going to do Pennywise because how could you not? But we also wanted to make sure that we introduced 
other clowns that people don't really talk about too much. Because, you know, a lot of people are probably like, well, why aren't you doing killer clowns? That's because you could put them in a few categories. And we wasn't going to waste their movie in this one. But this is not that movie. This is actually 1999's The Clown at Midnight. And the only reason I really added this is because Tatiana Ali is in it. But she's playing the Black Bestie. So you know how far that goes. Aww. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's sad. I know. Survivors, if you have any recommendations that fit today's ride, let us know on our Twitter. This movie first dropped in 2014, and I'm pretty sure that's when I seen it. I remember, I know for a fact I was still living in Indiana. I didn't move here until December 2016, so I definitely seen it around that time. I know I was just scrolling on Netflix, just trying to find new stuff per usual. Clicked on it, watched it. And I remember being like kind of impressed, but not for real, for real. But I think I was more or less impressed by like the transformation. But I think I was unimpressed because it was very long. <laughs> I will have to agree with the unimpressed because it's very long. Yes. Um, but <laughs> we will get to that. This one's directed by John Watts, written by John Watts and Christopher Ford, produced by Eli Roth, Matt Cappuccino, and Cody Ryder. And I have to say it because I feel like if I didn't say it, I don't know, I just feel like I have to. I gave the eyeball emojis in. when I seen that. Cause I was, oh, you know how the, it show, the credit show sometimes is Yeah. It was like the and I just and I like obviously like I said I hadn't seen this movie since like long time ago and when I looked do you are you guys familiar with that TikTok audio of you know Elmo and Rocco got this beef okay Yo, I stumbled upon uh, Sesame Street Twitter the other day with one of the writers of Sesame Street, and she was giving all this background information. I'm like, how did I get here? But I love it. Thank you for all this info. <laughs> Beef between them is so funny. But yeah, so that in that audio you just heard, usually what people will do is uh, whoever the Rocco is, when he'd be like, not Rocco, you're supposed to say somebody you don't like. So when I seen the bitch Dean's brother's name, I was like, not Rocco. <laughs> I just, uh, oh my God. And then, okay, cause I want to bring something up a little bit later. And at first I didn't believe it. But then when I realized the bitch Dean's had a part in this, I said, oh my gosh, I hope this isn't true. Cause this just, it's too much, but let me get through this first. <clears throat> in our main cast, we have Andy Powers as Kent McCoy. Laura Allen as Meg McCoy, Christian DeStefano as Jack McCoy, Eli Roth as Frowny the Clown, Peter Stormare as Herbert Carlson, and Robert Reynolds as Marty Carlson. A few things before I get into my big thing that I gotta get off my chest, because I don't think I'm gonna be able to hold it in any freaking longer. This started off as a trailer in 2010. You know how people just be doing shit? Yeah. But see, this was the thing. John Watts and uh, Christopher Ford, they put Eli Roth's name in it and he didn't have anything to do with it. They was like, they hyped it up too. They was like, uh, 
directed by horror maestro Eli Roth. I was like, now hold up, calm down. Because <laughs> he, he had only did Hostel and something else, which I mean, like, it was torture porn era. So I was like, okay, now hold up. Just cool it real quick. But I see what you're going with this. It's cool to big up people. But anyway, Eli Roth saw it and he was like, well, I mean, that's kind of dope that y'all put my name in that. I don't think people really be having the balls to do that. Let's give you a shot. I mean, that's how you shoot your shot for real. You just got to go for stuff. They probably didn't even know that was going to happen for real. So then they picked up filming. It wrapped in 2012, but for whatever reason, it didn't come out until 2014. Then guess what I found out? This clown suit was going to be designed by Vivian Westwood. What? I made that same face. I said, ooh, what, who? (laughs) Yeah, I said, where y'all get that money? Because the budget. I looked at the budget. It's not making sense. Like... Why would you have such an elaborate costume? Okay. Well, I mean, okay, I don't want to keep comparing people to people, but even, I don't think you know Art yet, but you about to get to know him real, real soon, okay? But even Art's outfit is pretty cute for what he's doing. And the brand new Pennywise, that outfit is spectacular, but I can see it. But also, I'm just like, the way this movie is, you did not have to spend the money on Vivian Westwood, honey. That's, that's what I mean. Like, why would you need that? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she had other commitments. She was designing Carrie Bradshaw's wedding dress. That's not, that's not unfortunate. That's a bigger bag. <laughs> <laughs> so they had somebody else do it. And yeah, that was that. All right, y'all. Okay. As I do my research, y'all know I be coming across different types of things. And I had read something to where they were saying this movie could be read as a metaphor for pedophilia. I was thinking that as I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Because there were certain aspects when he was like being like really creepy. He's like, bring me a child. And I was like, this is, this is. And he kept well, saying. It wasn't that. It was the fact that he kept saying, bring me a boy. That too. I was literally about to say that too because he kept saying him. He said never said her or a child like a mm-hmm. girl Let's or boy. Let's press the spoiler say- button right now. Just like you just said, because even when you think about it, that little girl that almost gets it doesn't get it. Is it because she's a girl? And the only, okay, so at first when I heard this, and you know how it is, I understand, uh, and we should have said trigger warning for this, but we understand how sensitive the topic of pedophilia can be. Like, obviously, when it comes to pedophiles, we don't play that shit. So when it came to the movie and I heard that at first, I was like, oh, I can see that, but I don't know. I don't think it was meant to be that. But then when I seen the bitch things in it, I said, oh, yeah, no. I think it, yeah, no. Yeah. It might just be, because them motherfuckers would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. But I don't want to just put that on the movie, because like I said, this is just something that I read. However, it's like, once you read it and you watch the movie, it's just kind of like, ooh, I can see it. Yeah, I didn't read it and watch the movie and was like, mm-hmm. ooh, this is a little, a little strange. But. Yeah. Because yeah. I just, I just, why a little boy? 
why why we're the parents why are you roaming around this complex random doors i have so many things to say about a lot of the things in this movie so you know what let's go ahead hop in this q1 maybe we can cruise through real quick get to the front of the line and get to it so i'll see you there step in line your number is near follow the signs your time is here i know that you really don't fuck with clowns <laughs> and you know i was just like let's just take it easy but i still feel like you'd be able to do this at least i want to know would you be able to survive the creepy clown apocalypse because we just talked about it in 2016 even though it was just a bunch of like buttholes and costumes but just in case you got to know that you're ready to go you know what i'm saying for real honestly <laughs> Let's start off like this. Pick a weapon, baseball bat or your fist. Um, I keep it, y'all, my friends know, I keep a baseball bat in my car. Period. Ready to go. Period. So <laughs> I'm going with baseball bat. Fight or flight? Really I'm going to tell you right now. Um, no, I'm going to say flight. And this is part of final girl logic. It's a fucking clown. Clowns play too fucking much. I'm not fighting no damn clown. You got me yeah, it, Well, I'm just saying it just depends. It depends on how close they are to me. Like, mm-hmm. if I can't escape, then I'm fighting. But, like, most likely, you know, I'm running. Pumpkin spice or cinnamon? Cinnamon. Don't ever ask me for pumpkin nothing. <laughs> we don't eat pumpkin. Actually, no, because my mom and my sisters then get BJ hooked on this pumpkin coffee. I don't even know what it is, but they're like addicted to it. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's not for me. Saturdays are for the girls, the boys, the girls. It's for the girls. Pick a pumpkin. The first one of the second, the first one is like a real one. The second one has like cute little googly eyes. I'm picking the one with the googly eyes. I'm going to pick the first one. Um, Choose a clown. This, <laughs> it's both of them are traditional clowns, but the first one has more of a put together outfit with a yellow wig, white gloves. The second one looks like, is he, it not Mars? Smoking. When yeah. He's supposed to be working. Like, I know, I know that his, yeah, his teeth kind of black. But I know that he be spitting tobacco. I know he spit tobacco. And I know. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Tea me. Depends on the day. It's a clown apocalypse. What type of caffeine do you need? Coffee. Millennial. Or Gen X, um, you know, even though I'm on the lower end of the millennial spectrum, and that's okay. I'm a millennial baby. Yeah, and this picture they have for millennials be me every Friday and Saturday night. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> now for our results. I would survive. Yay, me too. It's not with this gif, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, survivors, we know y'all can't see it, so it's funnier when you play along. The link is down below. Just look like right under the timestamps is somewhere in that area. And let us know what you got. Are you surviving or are you dying? Because first of all, survivors, if you listen to this show and you, you don't survive, have we not taught you anything? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, no. <laughs> oh, baby, no, that ain't going to work. Well, while y'all get y'all lives together, we're going to go ahead, get ourselves together. When we come back, we'll be getting into 2014's Clown. There's no clown coming. Who double books a clown? I thought you had a backup. Everything's gonna be fine. Perfect. Mr. Clown! Dad, hurry, I'm gonna be late! I physically cannot get it off. It's suffocating. One, two. Daddy? Oh, Jack, sweetie, let's get you to bed. That's not daddy. Changing. My husband. It's not a costume. It's skin of a demon. It lured five children into its cave. One child Survivors, if you feel like you took a long ass stretch, you probably did because that trailer was long as hell. It was very long, but no reason. Just like the movie, just like the movie, for no reason. (laughs) Oh gosh, I will say um, it's cut pretty well. You do see a lot, but the way it's cut, and because you don't really know what the hell is happening, like. You probably know he's turning into a clown, but you don't know the whole everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So the way it's cut, a lot of stuff, I can see how it can like trick your eyes a little bit if you don't know what you're looking at. But once you see the movie and you know all the parts, then you can probably make that conclusion. Didn't like the trailer, but what's new? (laughs) 
I mean, no, sometimes you do like the trailers. Like it's it's always a toss-up. We do this yeah. all the time. Like I feel like with the trailers, it's definitely a toss-up. I just my issue is this trailer was long as hell, long. like this movie, but we're gonna get long. right up in it. At the McCoy residence, Meg and Kent are throwing a party for their seven-year-old, Jack. However, the clown hired for the party is unable to make it. Fortunately, Kent, being the loving dad that he is, discovers an old clown costume in the basement of a house he's selling and puts it on. After the party, he falls asleep wearing the costume, and the next morning, he finds he's unable to take it off. Time out. I do like the way this movie opens with like all the fucking screaming. You don't know what the hell is going on. But you just realize you're at a birthday party. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. Just it takes me to my days of working at the Children's Fitness Center. And we did birthday parties on the weekends for an hour. That's all you hear is screaming. Lord, I just remember my brother's birthday parties and all I would hear is screaming. That's why I'm so good at tuning stuff out. When y'all be talking to me and I don't be hearing y'all, that's why. I am a pro at tuning sounds out. But anyway, a few things happen in this scene. Meg hints that she's pregnant to her sister, Denise, but she hasn't told Kent or anybody else for that matter. So you know that's about to come up later. But it never does. Kinda. Kinda. It does. A little bit. That baby was about to get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, I wish, I know this is the audio platform, but it's like sometimes y'all be needing to see John A's faces. <laughs> I just want to know, Kent, Sir, Mr. McCoy, why the fuck did you search that house for a clown costume? What made you? I mean, he gets points for doing whatever to make his son happy. Oh, yeah. Because it seems like his father-in-law already thinks that he ain't shit. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you get the points. But again, I'm not about to put on no random ass shit. That looks like it has been in a locked box. It's a locked box. The box is chained to the wall. Granted, he didn't realize this at the time. Mm -hmm. But still... I'm not about to put on anything that all the shit in the basement was creepy anyway. Why are you putting shit on? Creepy, dusty. Like you mean to tell me you put that old ass makeup on your face. That's part of the problem. Like what's going on? What's happening? And then I'd be scared of my own reflection too. Yeah. I will say this movie does have like a few unnecessary jump scares that just come in. Cause it does a good job in certain parts building tension. So it's like, you really don't need those jump scares, but they pop out and a lot of them, like, it'll be somebody like walking up to somebody. Oh, I wanted to surprise you or things like that. And I'll just be like, you don't need this. We could have did it without. One thing I'm not going to stun about after the party, when he doesn't take the outfit and the makeup off, I'm not going to stunt depending on my mood. Some of them games, my clothes was coming off, but the makeup, the beat face, I might have to sit there for a second because I'm tired. Yeah, that's happened a couple of times for me, too. Like, especially if we would go out after we had a game, I take the clothes off and then I just lay there. Next thing you know, it's like three hours later and, mm-hmm. and I have to take off my makeup. Yeah, I just I can't do it all at once. So I do feel that. But I'm just like, we could have took the outfit off. Yeah. And this probably would have stopped a lot of stuff because you would have been right in front of your wife. She would have seen that that wasn't coming off while y'all trying to get in the shower and shit. And 
Exactly. Could have started from there. But no. The next morning, he's forced to drop off his son, Jack. Mind you, we already said, like, the outfit's not coming off. So he has to wear this costume to the drop-off with Jack and then to work, where, again, he tries to remove it, but to no avail. The the workers, they was like, why are you dressed like that? (laughs) I would have said the same thing, too. Like, what is your issue? What are you like, doing in your spare time? Do I need to be concerned? Because when he goes into the bathroom and he starts like trying to take the costume off. I, okay, first of all, that wig, that was some bold hold adhesive. I don't know if the girls, I don't know if y'all know about bold hold. Go look it up on IG, but secure, okay? My wig does not move when I'm wearing the wigs. They don't move. Thanks to bold hold. This is not sponsored, but if they want to sponsor me, please do because pockets. But anyway. That wig was not coming off. It wasn't. <laughs> and then when he pulled the knife out, I shouldn't say this, but I'm like, you deserve to get cut because why the fuck would you cut it like that? Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. But him putting the tool down his shirt, that actually gave me a lot of anxiety. It stressed it did. me out. Because I was like, it's going to go right in that collar. I'm like, yang, 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 yang. like, it wasn't going to be cute. It I didn't like it. Me out. <laughs> But then I was also thinking, because I thought we were going to get a, um, I thought we were going to get a gag because you hear him grunting like after he's like, oh, 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 I thought they was going to cut to like the outside and they just hear him like moaning and shit. Like, what the fuck is he doing in there? But no, that doesn't happen. But it was just me and my mind. But anyway, when he returns home, he complains about the situation to his wife, Meg. She is able to remove the fake nose, but unintentionally wounds him in the process. Not moving fast enough, the family dog Shadow eats the fake nose. Jesus. But Meg also realizes that the clown's wig has become Kent's real hair. Kent goes to the ER, but they aren't much help either. I didn't like the nose thing. It was it was a lot for me. I just the way they ripped it off, the sound design, it, it was a lot. Just and then throughout the rest of the movie, when he keeps peeling it to look at it, it does not look good. I do like at this part when um, Ken is telling Meg about the suit, like being weird. He was like, I have to pee really bad because I was wondering about (laughs) that. They address it right off top. He's like, Yeah, no, it's either you're going to pee or you're just going to hold it. So I wonder how bad his bladder was at the end of this. I mean, or did he just say, Fuck it? He probably just released it. He had to. Cause I thought I knew he like <laughs> as many times as like I just imagine he probably smelled terrible. Yeah. Maybe that's why that cashier was like, uh, not the cashier, but the costume designer that the costume shop was like, Ugh. probably. Oh my gosh! So Kent returns home and starts experiencing a deep sense of hunger and starts eating all the food in the house. Heading back to the house where he found the costume, he learned the box was chained to the wall. And even though he requested the info, he goes into the office to find out who the owner is himself. But the owner is deceased. As a last resort, he visits a costume shop, which he should have did in the first place, and finds something that leads him in the right direction. Um, He was fucking that cake up. And I don't eat cake much no more. 
But I will say leftover cake do be kind of good. So I do feel it. But the next morning, I mean, it don't matter what type of, you don't got to have birthday cake just because it's a birthday party. It can be any type of cake. But I just, I don't know. I just don't really like cake that much anymore. But when I did, leftover cake, it was, I don't know. It was just something about it that just a bad day would be instantly good. But that mess he made in the morning when Meg walked in that kitchen, I would have, we would have got a divorce. That would make me quit. But what the fuck did he spit on that lady in the office? Oh, and I know it's not Black History Month no more, but still not during International Women's Month. No. And he couldn't even say thank you to the costume shop owner. He just snatched the shit and left. He was super rude. Like he was just really rude to us. And I get it because he's freaking out about the costume. But I'm like, you're asking these people for their help. Can you have some decorum? Thank you. Child. But back to the lady that got spit on. Cause I'm like, this is the second movie we didn't get spit on. Cause Needy already just spit on the orderly. Now you spitting on this lady and you didn't even hand her a tissue. You don't say sorry. And that shit was it was rain. We find out later it's rainbow color. But at first you can't tell that it's rainbow yeah. color. It just looked dark green. I'm trying to figure out why for the longest time. I'm like, what the hell is he spitting up? It's disgusting. Yeah. And look thick. Ugh. Learning that the deceased owner's name is Marty Carlson, Kent enlists the help of his brother, Herbert Carlson, who previously battled with the suit. After a call, Carlson begs him not to touch the costume, but after learning Kent is already wearing it, he insists on meeting him at the old costume warehouse. I did, like, there's a little small part in this where Kent starts, like, writing down details and you can, like, see the shit moving through his veins. Yeah. The effects in this movie are pretty good. And I, I did like that. If I did look in the credits as fast as I thought I was looking, I'm pretty sure I saw Tony Gardner's name. And you know, Tony Gardner's from the Chucky movies. So I was like, okay, Tony, I see you using your bag. Learning about the brother's past, Kent also learns that this whole costume, the hair and the skin, are a part of an Icelandic demon called the coin. Carlson ends up drugging Kent, revealing to him that the only way to prevent the metamorphosis is by beheading whoever has on the costume and is actually about to. But Kent fights back and subdues Carlson. And while driving him to the police station to report the assault after embarrassing himself in front of everyone back at home, his fingers and toes begin to grow excessively. And then Carlson, who is now back able and conscious strangles him chucky style as kent crashes the car let's rewind a little bit first of all kent's reveal why the fuck did you think that was a good idea when he's standing like mannequins like that was i did not like that (laughs) why would you do that's not nice weirdo why did you call him like that like Like, it was extra so really quick let's get into this background story of the coin So the coin is an ancient Icelandic demon, like we just said a few minutes ago, residing in the mountain caves in the Nordic regions of Europe. So the legend says that, you know, these are basically how clowns got to where they are today. Since the demon was up in the mountains, it's freaking cold. So his skin is naturally going to be white. His nose is going to be red and bloody and blistered from the cold. And... Just because there's a little horn on his head, this is what we now know as like the clown's little party hat. You know how that goes. 
Over time, the legend was forgotten. And this is basically how it morphed into the clown, which is how a lot of stuff happens. You know, things start off as one thing, get watered down. I believe it. This is how clowns came into existence. I thought you was about to say something about us being black, but okay, go off. <laughs> oh. But I mean, I'm not mad at it. I do like this backstory. It is really a good backstory. The other part of it is that the coin would lure children into his cave. You know, it's based off of, well, the clown is based off of it. So it's using like tricks, anything to get the child's trust to, you know, just devour them on the spot. And And somehow. I believe it because you only have clowns at fucking children's events. You don't see adults being like, oh my God, clowns. Clowns are for kids. And fucking kids are weird for liking fucking clowns. (laughs) That's the end. Uh, Real quick, everybody that was in that house pissed me off and did not pass the vibe check. If my brother-in-law runs in my house talking about somebody just stabbed him, it's some crazy shit coming on, we asking questions and the necessary question because all of them was asking everything that they shouldn't have asked. Why don't you take the costume off, bitch? What? Jack's party was like, what, four, five days ago? You think I just wear this for fun? (laughs) Are you wearing makeup? Nigga, where are you? It's dark. (laughs) You can see this? Her dad dad took my phone. What the fuck? (laughs) Who the hell is that? Come on, take it off. When he snapped his wrist. Oh, I don't know if you've seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, I have not. But something similar happens in that movie. And I forgot that they even did it in this movie. So when I seen it happen in this movie, I was like, oh, it was the same reaction. If you guys don't know already, I did a whole review on that movie. So if you want to see that, you got to go to the Patreon. But back on the subject, that wrist snap was nasty. You've seen that whole thing pop out. It was just like homegirl from the children when her Achilles came. Whoop, whoop. It wasn't her Achilles. It was her, like her femur, something like that. Whatever bone that is in your leg. But anyway. Now, I this is wanna, what I, I want to. One more thing. Go ahead. Why the fuck is the costume, the skin and the hair of a demon? Because it's one thing saying that the costume itself is cursed. But you telling me this is the skin right which it's like which i mean but when you look at the costume it was kind of like snaky and leathery and i was looking exactly. at that exactly yeah so i'm just like first of all if you notice that this is a weird ass material why would you put said weird ass material on your body well see in kent's defense he didn't know yet he just trying I to don't play- care it looked <laughs> weird it it's a, like and to be honest, the other stuff that he was pulling out, like when he had the mop hair, that looked more clownish than what he ended up wearing. And I have seen clowns that have mop hair. So all he you know what I'm saying? he could have like got by on that. Paint. Yeah, he could have even put a hat on. Like he really could have got by on right. that. For real, for real. So I don't know, but the skin and the hair of a demon, that's just fucking disgusting. I do want to bring up before we move on, we still, we are just now at this point in the movie hitting the 30 minute mark. You still got like an hour and nine minutes to go. And this is where the movie gets long. Yeah, no, because honestly, I'm telling you survivors, I can literally make this super quick. Watch, watch this. So Meg's, 
Walt, Meg's daddy, he insists that she and Jack stay with him, but she declines. Meanwhile, Kent has run off into the woods where a Boy Scout is cleaning his plate because he didn't do it earlier. He finds Kent, which it was kind of a cool scare, but Kent is asking the boy for some food. And the boy got a little snack pack in his pocket, but when he offers it to him, Kent bites the boy's fingers off. I do like the transition from like the boy's bloody hand to like the blood, well, it's not bloody, it's a red finger paint hand whatever they're called I forget like I forgot what it was like to be a child I don't know what these things are called anymore but anyway the next shot of him under the bridge when the girls are running across but he's at the bottom but you don't see him until he moves I thought that was freaking scary too my man's Kent he down bad his skin he put makeup on his skin earlier right he's been uh-huh. trying to do all types of stuff he's been like cutting his hair trying to dye it like doing yeah. all types of shit but he's down bad his skin is like it looks like okay we love our girl, but this was way back when, and it's free game. Y'all remember when Snooki used to just fucking tan all the goddamn time? Oh my time? god, she looked like an orange oopa oopa. That's what he looks like. It looks like that, but it looks like the orange is starting to mold. So you see, like the white starting to seep. Out. Yeah, it's it's all bad. It's he's spitting out teeth, like it's terrible. Like so, he's in his gas station bathroom, right? And right on cue, a busload of kids. Just make a rest stop and go into the bathroom. So obviously he's in the boys' bathrooms. So it was a whole bunch of boys. Keep that in mind because like we said earlier. So he's in there. Like his world is fucked up. He don't know what's going on. He ends up running out because he can't handle it, obviously, because he could have killed all them boys and he would have been fine. So later he decides to kill himself and goes to one of his properties, a hotel room, where he meets a child who attempts to befriend him. And this little kid is so sweet, but we'll talk about him in a second. Kent tries to shoot himself in the mouth, splattering the wall with rainbow blood, but he quickly comes back to life and survives because remember, he can't die unless he chops his head off. So then he tries to do just that, like literally setting up this elaborate like chainsaw deal. It's like real cool. But when he tries to push himself over on the chair, the door opens. And to our surprise, because we don't know if it's Meg who has been to all his properties and has been looking for him, or if it's the little boy, because the little boy's been outside. Well, I don't think you hear him until he opens the door, but I'm pretty sure you probably did. But when we open the door, it's the little boy from earlier, little sweet baby trying to get him some Cap'n Crunch berries. (sighs) And since he fell over, the saw falls over and the little boy gets got. And that shit got me the first time I saw it. Ah, uh, that was that was heartbreaking. But that okay, so it was so sweet. First of all, I know you about to say what I say. I hope you were about to say what I'm about to say. Please do. I don't know what you about to say. <laughs> but <laughs> first, why do I I it's something that I've been saying this whole entire time? Why do kids like fucking clowns so fucking much? And he was sweet, too happy to share his food with the clown. But the boy's parents need to do better because why was this child knocking on strangers' doors? And then at the point when he got killed, he opened the door himself. Mm-hmm. Why is your child busting into people's homes? Look, yeah. What, what is this? That was my thing. And it comes up more than once. I'm like, where are these parents? Like... Like y'all literally just like, and I know like most of the time when it comes to family businesses like that, depending, I'm assuming that this kid had to be like the manager's kid. But I feel like if that was the case, Kent would have recognized him because if you're the realtor, you would have been working with him. So this has to be a random kid that's just walking around this place. But like I said, the only reason I would buy that 
because kids that usually like if my dad owned a business, you would more than likely see me around that bitch. So I was kind of confused as to what type of business this was because it's one of his properties. Yeah, I never heard of somebody like I've heard somebody try to justify it and say it was like a condo, but I'm like, no, that was a motel. I And see, I was thinking to myself, is this a condo? But it didn't make sense to me. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I'm, I can, I'm not even about to sit here and try to defend that because I don't get it myself. But if you can do that, if we got realtors out there that know something we don't know, because last time I checked, I don't I don't think that's how that worked. But either way, <clears throat> really quick, <laughs> we haven't done this in a long time. You remember when we used to do the uh, small role, big actor thing, talking about yeah. people who have don't have shit to do with the movie, but you remember them. The cashier, when Kent is buying the sauce, he was like, you making a fun house? And then he looks at Kent and Kent ain't got time for the shit. And the dude is just like, see, this is what I'm saying. Cashiers. And I was once one. You just got to learn to mind your fucking business, okay? Don't add nothing. Okay, so this wasn't a cashier who did this to me this weekend. It was an older Black man who was just not minding his business and was being a little bit too friendly. So I have four bottles. And I'm at the register about the checkout. He like, oh, someone's having fun tonight. Where are we going? And I'm just like, sir, I'm replenishing my liquor stash. And he was like, oh, okay, mind your business right because like we're so it's so okay that's not the answer he was expecting <laughs> but exactly that's why you should mind your business <laughs> this at this point when he does kill the little boy or on accident the little boy gets killed he ends up like tasting a little bit of blood realizing like oh yeah this is what i've been hungry for and then he eats a little poor sweet baby and meg comes and find him so i said this earlier meg had been running around to all his properties finally finds him at the motel and she's the only one that sees him we still haven't seen him but her face right. I love shots like that when they show what the character is looking at but they never show us like that's a really good way to build tension but once at home he tells Meg listen this she was she was being and I hate saying this I'm not married so I don't know what this is what this is like but I hear a lot of people say she was being a wife she was being I she was following in vows and sickness and hell to death do us part <laughs> I'd have been like this sickness this different <laughs> once at home he tells Meg to chain him up in the basement telling her not to let him out only because he can feel the change inside of him he makes her promise that no matter what girl keep me locked up meg having found the book from earlier that kent dropped goes through it learning a lot more than what she you know she probably didn't want to know all this but she needed to she ends up going to the hospital where herb is but he can't speak on account of the stitches in his mouth so taking it back to the old days when we pass notes she still doesn't fully get the answer she wants resulting in her going back to the house where the costume was found and again, she finds some more shit that she probably ain't want. That should be annoying me. Like, just because somebody doesn't give you the answer that you want doesn't mean that it's not the answer. Exactly. He was trying to tell you you was not listening or reading to what he was telling um, you or writing you. I do have to say, because y'all know I love to comment, the throwback pictures that they had with Marty and the five kids, those looked good. And that found footage scene with herb in the clown suit oh yeah i was like oh um <laughs> this looks real different like i don't know what y'all did but that found footage looks 
really good. And then also the chair that he's in because that she was finds weird it. how that did that. I wish oh, they would have used it though. They should have used yeah, that for the last scene and had Kent in the chair. Like they just had him chained to a pole in the basement. That's not fun. Right. I mean, like it well, I mean, it was like a dog. You know how like you go to somebody else and they got the dog chained to the foundation pole in the basement. That's also sad. They do, but the dog be a little rowdy, so I get it. But you know, Kent lures Jack into the basement and learns from him that one of his classmates had bullied him at school earlier that day. Meg rushes home, learning that Jack went home and he's not at school, but it's too late as Jack has already helped Kent escape, who actually pops up at the bully's house and eats him. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at that either. I'm Colton, baby, you deserved it. This boy, so look, Assuming you've seen this movie, this little boy, he's playing Call of Duty. I already knew what time it was when they opened the scene and I seen all them pictures of that little boy on that wall. I already knew what time it was. I'm sorry. But parents like that, when you just get nonstop pictures of your kid on the wall like that, I just know that your kid might be an asshole. Slightly. There might be a little bit of asshole. And in this case... We was right, okay? So he's playing Call of Duty with his friends, right? He sees that the back door is open. He's like, oh shit, somebody's in the house. But he did boot up. He grabbed them nunchucks like it wasn't a problem. So then he sees Mr. McCoy. He's like, Mr. McCoy, what you doing here? Is Jack here? Soon as he says that the boys on the headset, they just start singing like jailbirds and they don't even know they doing it. They just like, right. yeah, Colton made Jack do this and called his daddy the F word and da 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 Mr. McCoy said, I bet, period. <laughs> It was wrapped. All you just see is blood splashing. Yeah, I wasn't mad about it at all. I was like, damn. Back at home, Shadow has become possessed from eating the nose from earlier. Carlson beheads the dog right on sight as he's about to attack Meg. Ripping the stitches out of his mouth, Carlson tells Meg that the wearer of the suit can only remove it after eating five children. She also learns that many years ago, Carlson put on the costume to entertain children at the hospital where his brother Martin worked. And to free his brother, Martin smuggled out five terminally ill children to feed to the demon, aka his brother. When Carlson was freed from the costume, the brothers tried and failed to destroy it. Okay, so they also make a mention that the five kids represent each month of the winter. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, baby, unless you stay in the Midwest, winter is three months yeah yeah so i'm like we don't need five kids but like i said in the middle actually but no it's winter forever if you think about it the west of lore they came up from was it icelandic mountains mm-hmm. winter's longer up there this is true so yeah don't ask me why this might be a little cruel but when carlson peeks around the corner it's like jack we have to kill your daddy <laughs> <laughs> I looked so at BJ. The, funny, the crazy thing about the actor for this, he played a god in American Gods on Stars where he had this hammer and all he did was want to bash people's heads in with a fucking hammer. Like you play this chess game with him and if you lose the game, he will at sunrise, he'd bash your fucking head in with said hammer, right? So, and I was looking at him like, why is he so familiar to me? And mm-hmm. then- here he goes, try, cutting off niggas' heads. Well, dog's head, but so 
I find that interesting how he's kind of similarly cast. Yeah. He didn't have a problem with this role, I see, because he was swinging that axe. And he was swinging ha- that hammer on American Gods and knocking niggas' hands <laughs> open. We also get Colton's body reveal because at this point, Carlson and Meg, they're like trying to find where Kent went. And Jack is like, he went to Colton's house because of ABCD. They go over Colton's house. I have issues. First of all, the body looks great. That carnage, I said, oh shit, he fucked him up. It's dark as hell outside. Your parents ain't came home yet. Um, It was dark as hell. Like, and it's not like, I don't know what date it was in the movie. I know that Kent has all these like hobo-ish clothes on, but I think that was just to like hide that bulky ass costume and everything else he had going on. I don't know like what exactly. The workers had on jackets. That's why I'm like, I do remember there being jackets, but you know, that could be anything. It could be spring and you wearing a jacket. It could be fall and you wearing a jacket. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I was going to make an argument that it gets darker earlier, but still I'm just like, where are your parents? I, I have to play devil's advocate on that, the kid on this one. So when I was, because how old is Jack? He might have been like maybe sixth grade. He was seven. Seven. Oh, mm-hmm. well, my parents left me home sometimes. I mean, yeah, mine did too. <laughs> but the age that they are, because when I was seven, I was in the fourth grade because I turned eight in the fourth grade. I was being left alone. But by the time it was dark, they was in the house. Somebody was there by the time it was dark. I wasn't. It was too fucking dark for him to still have been there by himself. And nobody had, like, called this little boy to check in on him. Like, where are the parents? And I know in horror movies, most of the times the parents don't fucking be there. But I'm just like, it's very hard for me to believe those two little boys, none of their parents. And then even the Boy Scout. Y'all didn't hear that nigga screaming? (laughs) He couldn't have walked that far to clean his plate. Okay, so it, it depends on what time of the year it was, but I turned seven in second grade and I turned eight in third grade. I was a big I went to school kid. early. No, I went to school early. I did too. I started school when yeah. I was four. Um, but that's why I was like, I uh, kindergarten to third grade, I was still at the babysitter house. Actually, I'm sorry. To fifth grade, I was at the babysitter house. So, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was getting no fourth grade. I was definitely at home by myself, but it was not. I know it went past no damn sunrise, and I was still by myself. Not until I got older. <laughs> Kent fully succumbs to the demon and sneaks into the local Chuck E. Cheese, where he devours one child in the ball pit and another in the tube slides. Blood and the severed arm of the child. <laughs> guy just runs down the side causing a fucking panic and the play zone and the restaurant are evacuated so time out why is this Chuck E. Cheese so damn dark it was giving I don't know if y'all had a jeepers I don't know if y'all had well obviously ours was called Sherville Fun Center then we had a Jack's we had all these kind of older places those would be dark but Chuck E. Cheese is bright as shit in there yeah why was that so dark it was over in Greenbelt (laughs) the jeepers um yeah i get the mini golf part but i don't know about the normal areas of it chuck e cheese was lit up like a fucking which i mean obviously they did it for aesthetic which i get but i'm just like 
if you was gonna do Chuck E. Cheese, baby, what Chuck? I need to go to a Chuck E. Cheese at the dark because that's what this was. But also, what Chuck E. Cheese has ball pits and stuff. There's no play place in Chuck E. Cheese. Ours had a ball pit. Like y'all had like a whole play place thing in Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, y'all didn't have that. No. Like the tubes and all of that that go around the whole building. Not in Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like ours, like. Well, I mean, yeah, we had the two. Some of them had different slides that might come down like in a different part, but it also had the games that just went around the whole area. Yeah, and Chuck E. Like, Cheese just had like the games. They had the games and that's all I remember. I don't remember ever having like the ball pits and stuff. Even my brothers played. Yeah. I don't, the jungle gyms all that that we had our time. ball pit now the ball pit wasn't like humongous like by any means and i don't believe that we had a slide that went into the ball pit the ball pit that i remember literally was like you can either get into the whole tube thing from the ball pit or if you was coming down you could jump into the ball pit and that'd be it but it wasn't going out the slide though that was more like Cherville fun center that had a ball pit with the slide but they didn't know the dangers yet. I'm pretty sure that's why Chuck E. Cheese didn't do it like that because motherfuckers be coming down the side, kids be hiding in the ball pit, and then you got accidents. I'm having, I'm having to look up this stuff because I don't remember this shit. Not your childhood getting stolen from you. <laughs> Child. Because I remember we had, um, it's, I can't think of the name of it. It's not Jeepers. It's not Jeepers. It's another one. Yes, yes. I had birthday party discovery zone, and my mom was pissed because somebody stole my shoes. But Mm. I know, right? But Mm. like, I don't think that Chuck E. Cheese was my thing. Now the sky tubes do look familiar now that I'm looking at it because my little brothers. I remember them doing that. I don't know. I would say, do you remember? But you probably don't. At Chuck E. Cheese, I remember there being this one dead end to the sky tube, but like. It sat over everything, but it actually moved. Like if you rocked back and forth, the shit moved. It was like a bulb. It was almost like a, you can compare it to maybe like a helicopter or a spaceship. But if you crawled into it, two people can sit. And it was like two little steering wheels, but you can rock back and forth and the shit moved. It was kind of scary though. I ain't like that at all. Jesus, speaking of these tubes, let's talk about these two kids that get killed. So one of them we don't see. But there's a little black boy. He hops in the ball pit. He's like, damn, somebody peed up in here. But you find out when he hopped out, it's blood. So then there's this little boy. I really don't know his name, but for some reason, I feel like his name is Michael. But he's calling his little brother Greg. He's like, Greg, where are you? Where are you? This little girl comes in the clutch. Y'all saw her in the trailer. She was like, don't go up there. This bitch went up there. Well, he went up there anyway. So really, she just wasted her breath. Yeah. But this is my thing. Why was Greg not screaming? If Greg was being attacked by a clown, because you see like Greg like scoots backwards and that's when his little brother's like, there you are. And then Greg just goes, swoop. Why was this old boy not screaming at all? Like, no, don't stop. Like stop anything, please. No, he did say, no, don't stop. But that was as soon. But that was right when like we realized the clown was right there. No, you know what no, I'm saying? Stop. Like I'm like, you were sitting there with him that whole time. What was y'all doing? Playing patty cake? Like, what was going on? No, like, no, stop. Meg finds Kent as Carlson attempts to decapitate him with an axe. You know, slinging it, slinging it. 
Before Kent can kill Carlson, Meg tries to communicate with him, and instead the demon takes over and orders her to find and feed him one more child in order to release Kent. She has to bring the fifth child to their special place, which is a place we've never fucking heard of, but I feel like they mentioned something, but it literally goes super quick anyway. Otherwise, the coin will find and kill Jack. However, Meg kind of doesn't do it. Kent, when we see him in that uh, black light, that transformation is kind of fucking terrifying. Yeah, that, that was a lot. I was like, ooh. And that's one plus that this movie has. The way it does the evolution gradually to the end, to the final form, is immaculate. Like, Tony Gardner, like you did that. And her saying she didn't like it, that, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> also, I just want to throw it out there. John, I, I don't think you finished this yet. But for the survivors, if you guys are fans of the Chucky series, then oh, I did finish. Kid, you did. Yeah, Hunter. Did you recognize Hunter's mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Devin's mom from the Chucky movie, but it's is literally two seconds. Like <laughs> you literally see her for one frame, and that's it. Okay, Meg. Let me get on you, boo. Fuck her. She ain't shit because Carlson was just trying to help, and you just left him to get arrested. Yeah, you just should have let him do it. I mean, it was either that or you was going to feed him a kid. And we see you ain't about that life. And that's why I'm saying you ain't shit. Because you was really about to take that little girl to die. But I, my whole thing was, where the fuck is y'all spot? In the that's what no- I was like, saying. They never. Spot? But I'm saying, the spot is in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's nothing out there. Like, so y'all just, y'all meeting in the woods to do whatever. Yeah. That's your spot. Y'all spot the woods. Y'all weird. And I, well, uh, well well is that weird for them like they like i mean i i'm pretty sure if we go to allen pond we will see a lot of carved initials and i'm pretty sure we didn't do that right you see did i lie did i fucking lie i just <laughs> poor girl anyway the coin ends up sneaking into the house and kills meg's father walt who's been asking all the fucking wrong questions this whole time see he thought he was down he was trying to like get his daughter out this shit but that's just we'll get back to walk in a second well first of all you need to grandparents need to fucking listen if i tell you not to do something why are you doing it anyway i told you not to bring my child home there's a reason why i didn't want you to bring my child home so why did you bring my child home he goes let's go talk to your father i asked you not to see this is why i should have sent him with denise because denise would fucking listen you don't listen meg fights against the coin but the demon attempts to devour their unborn baby from her womb after cutting the demon's neck the coin tosses her ass out the way to find jack but meg knocks his head off with a hammer and apologizes to jack for everything However, due to a muscle still attached in the body, the coin revives himself. But Megan finally rips the demon's head off. Like it's, if you've seen the Chucky remake, it's just like that. But yeah. Mm. While embracing her son, she watches in horror as the coin skin melts away, revealing a decapitated, revealing a decapitated, yeah, why can't I say decapitated? Revealing a decapitated can't. Mm. <laughs> revealing Kent with his head cut off under. (laughs) Anyway, the end of the film shows the costume packed away 
as the police put it up in the evidence bins and the files and that's fucking it but let me tell you something there's a part when carlson and meg get back to the house and they find some bones them look like little baby chicken bones do you know what i'm talking about it happens so quick he like goes down now and it's one look like a, one look like kind of like a, a not it looked like kind of like a, a clavicle yeah like one of them literally looked like the flat chicken wing nah like when you I get to the bone like it literally looked like that i was just like mm, 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 mm. but Walt that was the only one with some sense that's my daddy that's my daddy like because at first because at first um meg was asking him to go get stuff and he was like but why and at first i was like nigga don't be asking no just go get the shit but then when i realized what she was doing because she was still trying to save kent and he was like nigga that's my daddy like what are you doing kill him apparently jack ain't had no issues jack was about (laughs) that life like when carlson was like we got to kill your daddy clearly jack was like i understand let's do it he didn't even say no don't my daddy he didn't say shit he, didn't okay. say shit. he just looked Walt's kill i'm like you deserved that because you was running your mouth way too much okay you just but his tongue hanging out that shit that killed me it was just there because <laughs> i mean i get it like if your jaw wasn't there your tongue really would just hang yeah. down like that but i guess when you just see it it was weird. and i feel like i've seen that before like you know what you remember my bloody Valentine when Tom Atkins got it? Yeah. That looked terrible, but it was almost kind of in the same vein. But I feel like there's another movie that does it. And you see, it's it's um, it's um Curse of Chucky. That's I don't think is. I've seen Curse of Chucky. Yeah, you might not have seen it, but it's a character in Curse of Chucky that kind of gets that treatment. But that was Clown Clean. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry can help it i'm sorry wow the dust you know when uh you sing that it reminds me of madagascar yeah afro circus afro circus polka dot polka dot yeah that's a twerking anthem oh my gosh <laughs> everything is a twerking ratings clown got a 5.7 out of 10 on imdb a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 2.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd and 70% of Google users liked this movie. Out of 100 tickets, Johnny, what do you rate Clown? I give it a 50. That's crazy. I gave it a 55. <laughs> I was about to, no, I was about to give it a 50. It was about to get a 50 for me, but I think just because I'm just thinking of at the time when I watched it and how I felt then versus how I feel now, it is a mixed bag. It did get knocked down because it's incredibly long for no fucking yeah, reason. Yeah, it was it was long, and it was it. The thing about it was the movie was okay. It was nothing spectacular about it, and the fact that it was long made it worse. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I would say for me, I did. I like the effects, the evolution, and the backstory. I do like I the evolution. Like and I do like the lore. I think that that's really is where clowns fucking mm-hmm. come from. 
but um yeah i just yeah, i'm not trying to, i'm not trying to do like britney did last week and fight you for your ratings <laughs> <laughs> i do also like i don't know if i said this earlier but i do like that the dad trope is different because usually this will happen to an asshole dad that doesn't have yeah. time with his family and kids but kent actually low-key didn't deserve this <laughs> that's what that's what kind of said that's why i was like he does get points to the fact that he was trying to do something mm-hmm. to make his son's birthday ha- happen but again, the father-in-law just seemed like he just ain't like him. <laughs> Is Kent gonna show up? Are you sure he's coming? Anyway. Are you trying to imply that he doesn't show up for his child normally? Well, that's why he's not at the park with us today. And uh, with that being said, let's head to this <laughs> souvenir shop. Thanks for writing. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop. For this souvenir, I be trying to like really think what will look cute in the park. What would I walk past if I was up in the park? And I'd be like, ooh, let me get one of those employee discount. You remember the Jack Frost movie when we talked about the cover and I talked about when you would walk past it, it would like change photos. I don't know what that's called. Like, I don't know what the technical term for that is, but when it like morphs into the next picture. Yeah. I will want something like that for this. Like it can either be a poster or a keychain, but like it would change from the regular, like Kent's regular look from Dumbo the Clown to the coin. Dumbo the Clown to the coin. Okay. And they see it. <laughs> I do not for to me, say. but <laughs> Yeah, I mean like you know, it's just you know that person like maybe you just needed a last minute gift from the park. Of course, you can always see the cover art on our Instagram page. This one only has like about like two, I think. But um, I do have to say, the main cover art is glamour shot for me. Like if you, (laughs) you gotta look at it because when you look at it, you can (laughs) see his eyelashes. Like, go look at that picture, y'all. Tell me, I'm like, like you literally see all (sighs) the details. Look at this glamour shot. Look at the color. You see the color of his eyes. You can see all of that. Like, I wish I could, like, it's crazy. But, yeah, if y'all want to see it, you know where to hit us up on our IG. And with that being said, let's get into those park announcements. I'm going to give me some symbols. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Can you see me just being like, it would be good. Keeping it moving with our theme, March of the Clowns. We got one down, three more to go next week. I'm going to apologize in advance. John Day might actually quit on me. John Day might actually cuss me out with this next movie. If you know, you know, we get into a new bag with Terrifier, intro to Art the Clown. Well, actually, this isn't his intro, but we will let John Day know next week when we get into that with our special guest. Hit us up on any of our social media pages at D180Podcast on IG, Twitter, TikTok. You can also get exclusive content on our Patreon. Links down below. Other than that, survivors, keep your eyes peeled. Because if you see a clown on the street, then feet better beat. That was funny. I'm funny. Because there's like two different ways that you can take that. You better beat as hard as run or mm-hmm. beat your feet. 
I mean, shit, if you want to sit there and dance like Pennywise the Dancing Clown, that's on you, nigga. I'm running. All right, y'all. I'll be like, I'll see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>